https colon slash slash www.youtube.com slash watch v equals nine arcs for 5m this is one of leonard cohen's most popular songs he hosted a bbc radio show and said this about the song dash so i've been very happy with some of the imagery but a lot of the imagery the tune i think is good i remember my mother approving of it i remember playing the tune for her in her kitchen and her perking up her ears while she was doing something else and saying that's a nice tune Radio gives him the opportunity to appear to be just chatting about the song. However, I think that this little observation can tell us something important about the lyrics. Nice can mean slight or subtle as well as pleasant. It's an understated word with a double meaning, which suits the song well. People relate strongly to the song, but they don't know why. Many people have tried to intellectually assess the relationships the song suggests, but perhaps these efforts actually move them closer away from the song's truth. Leonard Cohen deliberately uses very sparse and evocative brushstrokes. He has made no effort to clarify if Jane is his wife, or if he is friends with the man-slash-woman he writes to. I am reminded of the way Kurt Cobain's songwriting reached so many people, but mostly they couldn't explain what the songs meant. It was the lack of explanation, which made the songs strong. And I forget just why I taste. Oh yeah, I guess it makes me smile. I found it hard, it was hard to find. Oh well whatever, never mind. Kurt Cobain was very inspired by Cohen. It is difficult to understand the narrative of smells like teen spirit, but it is designed to feel lost, non-specific and obscured. I think famous blue raincoat is in some ways a similar sort of song. Cohen has avoided talking about the song. Kurt Cobain normally was similarly evasive saying he thought his lyrics were unimportant. People who knew him personally could see that was untrue and that everything was very carefully constructed and edited. Kurt Cobain broke this facade once saying the lyrics were dash. A big pile of contradictions. They're split down the middle between very sincere opinions that I have and sarcastic opinions and feelings that I have and sarcastic and hopeful, humorous rebuttals toward cliché bohemian ideals that have been exhausted for years. I think famous blue raincoat is a mashup of lots of different poetic ideas, and that the contradictions within it are very deliberate and in fact form the personality of the song. After a complex love triangle spins outwards into the void, what are we all left with? A ghost of self who clutches at the many fragments as it tries to reform. And who is there to complain to? She isn't his wife anymore, but he is glad she was happy with the other man, but now they are all alone. She is with him, but not with any of them. If we look the song as representing one man's internal personalities, it could mean that he is detached from his own feminine principle. He sees the feminine in his house and surroundings but is disconnected from it. She sends her regards if Jane represents his own disconnected femininity then it is oddly formal. The song explores the difficulty of writing an emotional letter, only using the masculine principle. I think the song is about the masculine and feminine principle within Cohen, and his difficulty in finding any cohesion between them, after the collapse of a ghostly love triangle of thought. The tree is inflexible and the wind is strong, but neither break. They both exist separately. He has detached himself, and although he is alone, he enjoys being self-contained. It is more gentle on his mind. In the first stanza the time is precise and specific and his voice speaks with a seriousness and authority. The normal way to write a letter would be to say hope you're feeling better. However this questioning would be of the feminine principle. It is yielding, soft and gentle like the flexible movement of a tree, and for this reason it has been omitted. The lyrics themselves convey a rigid masculine principle dash. I'm writing you now just to see if you're better. I'm writing is definite and factual. The words you now are very specific. Actually the meaning would be perfectly conveyed without these two words, but he wants to be very clear about who he is speaking to, 
and properly acknowledge the precise moment of writing. The word just makes it seem like it's a small thing to write, which again suggests a masculine principle uncomfortable with reaching out, but feeling it is something necessary to do. It makes the sentence a little less formal, but without being too yielding for him. Also the word just helps with the atmosphere of ambivalence. Then the phrase to see if you're better is the most formal and impersonal way of checking up on someone. Saying how are you? Would be just too yielding for him at this vulnerable time. He gets around it, by sort of saying I am doing this, to achieve this. He is like a doctor with a new patient. He wants to know that they are okay, but also maintains a professional distance. He doesn't want to be hurt. He has had to end his romantic relationship with his wife, and feels that he can be broken easily. That is why he adopts this unusual writing style. The song explores this idea further by making sure everything is loosely pinned down with his observations. It is like the masculine principle trying to invent a feminine way of being, because it has lost the femininity it once danced with. He struggles to express things because he has lost the deeper connection with her slash it. This is especially expressed in the phrase your famous blue raincoat was torn at the shoulder. Blue is a color strongly associated with sadness. We can even say someone is feeling blue. It is difficult for the masculine principle alone to talk of sadness. First he disclaims the sadness your dash it belongs to the other. Then he makes it stronger, it is famous. It means something to a lot of people. It is in focus and in the spotlight, again masculine ideas. A raincoat is made of an unyielding fabric. It is protective and practical, especially in a rainy city like New York. Without it he would have to yield to the elements. This is not something you can imagine the speaker doing, without having a nervous breakdown. It is against his nature. The raincoat allows him to keep his masculine strength. He is like a knight in armor, or, he was until the ghostly love triangle messed with his mind. Now there is a fault in his strength. The coat has a rip in it. A rip in the bottom lining of the coat would not matter so much, but this coat has a rip in the worst place. Tearing is an act of the masculine principle and an act of uncompromising strength, however the effect is that this action allows the feminine principle of the rain to leak under the coat and make it fail at its job of keeping the wearer dry. The womb is also meant to protect the being it encloses. When her baby was aborted it lost its protective shell. When the couple broke up his protective shell was also lost, or rendered impractical. Though the rain has not reached him, he feels he will soon be at the mercy of the elements. He is writing the letter whilst he still feels well enough to. Words which could be of a more feminine nature dash like and music are surrounded by words and ideas with a very strong masculine principle. New York is cold, but I like where I'm living. There's music on Clinton Street all through the evening. They are blended further with Cohen's very deep tone of voice. This creates a dramatic tension. We get a sense that he is not the kind of character who normally talks about his own pleasure. This suggests that the speaker feels that the man-slash-woman he writes to cares about him. He wants to offer reassurance that he is doing okay. However it is difficult to do this without sounding somehow yielding. In a minimal way, he speaks positively about his home and his city. He hopes this is enough to make the other man-slash-woman not worry about him. Social reciprocity is powerful and can be a contributing factor to any addictive behavior. From what he says, it is implied that they wanted to hear how he was. Similarly he wants to know how they are too. He must not sound yielding, but must find out if they are okay. Again he speaks in absolutes and specifics, and avoids vague questions of emotional well-being. I hear that you're building your little house deep in the desert. You're living for nothing now, I hope you're keeping some kind of record. There is a dark sense of humor about living for nothing, and keeping a record. I think he is in communication with a lost part of himself. He hopes that though his creative output, the lost part of himself will bring its voice forward. 
he speaks directly to it, saying he hopes it will work with him. At the time of writing the song, music was being played mostly on vinyl records, so this word also directly links to his personal but physical creative output. There is a great tension between the ghostly nature of the music itself, and the physical production of the records. In his state it feels safer for him to talk about the music in its physical form. A recipient reading the letter would get a very different interpretation of it. The true emotional depth of the song is in the contrast between the words themselves, and the depth of emotion with which Cohen delivers them. As a listener to his internal thoughts as he writes the letter we are the only ones he communicates well with. The reader of the letter will have a completely different interpretation. There is a sadness in this. He wishes to communicate, and we know he is trying hard and is very sincere. However we don't know how well the reader will guess his mood. We don't know if the reader will understand what he is trying to say. As listeners we don't understand, but this is natural because we are not who the letter is intended for. If the recipient knows him very well, it is possible they will understand perfectly. However from the letter itself the depth of their connection is made deliberately unclear. We find ourselves in the strange position of being between Cohen and the person he writes to. If anyone can act as a mediator then it is us, the listener. However we don't understand enough, to do this. We want to help him convey his message, but are powerless to do so. I think this has humbling effect on his audience, especially when the song is performed live. The next song is Sing Another Song, Boys.